So every Advent we get some form, it seems, of this story about John the Baptist out at the edge of the Jordan, the edge of the wilderness, the edge of civilization, depicted in his clothing of animal skin, eating locusts and wild honey, reminding us that John the Baptist stands squarely in the tradition of the prophets, particularly Elijah, one of the greatest prophets of the Hebrew Scriptures. He is calling the people to repentance. Some of the stories have him speaking to tax collectors and soldiers, the pariahs of their day, coming to him for a new lease on life. But the focus of today's version of the story is about the Sadducees and Pharisees also showing up for baptism in the Jordan, which always leaves me scratching my head a little bit. Why are they there? What is drawing them to come out? Maybe some of them are there to try to trap John as they come later in the Gospel stories to try to trap Jesus. Or maybe they are really seeking something and they're trying to figure out what is attracting all of the people to this strange man, this wild man, out at the edge of civilization, at the boundary between the wilderness and Israel. John the Baptist wastes no time. As with any good prophet, he tweaks their notes, spiritually speaking. And he starts by saying, you brood of vipers, what poisonous reason brings you here? Who told you to flee the wrath to come? The Sadducees live in a legalistic world, as I've said in an earlier sermon this year. The Pharisees live in a world possessed with doing it right. Getting it right, getting it done right, according to the customs, according to the traditions. Both worlds operate out of fear. Fear of getting it wrong. Fear of not attending to the law properly. Hidden behind that, of course, therefore, is a fear of God. Not the fear as in worship, which scripture often has it but fear as in the raw kind of fear, God's going to get me if I don't do it right. So John tweaks their nose a little bit. It's a kind of you reap what you sow moment. If you live in a theology of fear, wrath is probably going to be the consequence of that. And he gets their attention probably with that statement. All of us can go there. The Pharisees and Sadducees are not the other, they are within us. And so when we live out of a theology of fear, we run the risk of incurring wrath because that, in a way, is what we're asking for. And as a colleague of mine is fond of saying, sometimes God's grace, when we're off the beaten track, looks a lot to us like wrath. 
We still need that grace. And John goes one step further. He says, it's not enough to claim your roots in heritage. It's not enough to say that you have Abraham as your ancestor. So what? I have conversations like this all the time. Oh, I'm an Episcopalian. I haven't been to church in 15 years, but I'm an Episcopalian. So what? <laughs> God is able to raise out of these very stones Episcopalians. Thank you very much. It's not enough to rest our laurels on heritage. Bear fruits worthy of repentance. John calls to the Sadducees and the Pharisees and to all of us. Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Show evidence of a transformed spirit and a transformed heart. Of bringing justice and compassion to a world in need. Be people of the inbreaking of God's reign on earth. It's not enough just to pay lip service to it, John reminds us. Nor to rest on our heritage as though that is sufficient. And all we good Episcopalians can fall into that trap very quickly. You know that wonderful word, tradition? And that other phrase that I just love to hate hearing, which is, we've never done it that way before. Right? John warns us against that kind of complacency and demands of us something greater, demands a giving of ourselves to make straight the paths for the coming Messiah. My brothers and sisters, the call of Advent is upon us, and it comes to us through John the Baptist's words. Bear fruits worthy of repentance, transformation, metanoia, the utter remaking of ourselves, the sign that God's Spirit is moving in our lives and in our midst, in our relationships, in our community. John's words are fiery to provoke us, to get us out of our easily comfortable places, to move us forward, to remind us that this is not about us fundamentally, but about the coming of God, of Christ's coming into our midst to make us anew. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. 
That's O U R S A V I O U R M V for Mill Valley dot O R G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.